Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Shop. It's been a minute, but we're back. Holiday season is bananas. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year's. Happy 2024. Yeah, we're here in the new year. Um, it's funny how busy holiday season can get. You know, we recorded before Christmas, yeah, had that like episode. Yeah, a few days before. Right, and then the Christmas week happened. And then even last week was such a blur that I came home on Thursday and you're like, we need to record. We're not going to have anything for tomorrow. <laughs> and I said, no, honey, we don't have anything for today. I was like, oh, it's Thursday. Yes, yeah, Thursday. So, yeah, we're out of the holiday season. We're going to try to get back in more of a, a routine. Uh, the holidays are crazy. I always see things on the inter- on the Internet. It talks about the week between Christmas and New Year's where no one knows, like, what day it is or what is happening. Yeah, no, and it's, that's, it's true because we, we did. We just we were just living, too. I yeah. mean, it's one of those things that we're – y'all know us. We've talked about this enough, and we've been transparent enough. We have jobs. We parent our kids. As much fun as we have doing this, sometimes we don't have time it for it. It just doesn't fit. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny. I talked to Chris Carr – uh, at the wrestling tournament Saturday, and he was like, "All right, I'm ready for an episode." You know, y'all had updated. I was like, "Yeah, I know." You know, we got to talk about the craziness and busyness and wrestling season too. I mean, on top of it, wrestling season's wild. We usually record on the weekends. And wrestling. And wrestling kind of takes away from that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, super exciting. Love the new year. I, it is. Uh, I, I I posted about this on social media. You know. I don't think we really do resolutions in this house. No, we don't do resolutions. I mean, there's things we focus on. Last year, last year, you know, I, I'd put up on the on the workout board in, in the garage things that I wanted to like do. wasn't really like resolutions, but right. just things I wanted just to like like focus on. You know, yeah, the twenty twenty three focus. And I, like I think that. I think we hit those. You know, like uh, my whole thing was gonna limit distractions, be more grateful, and, and not drink as much. Right. I asked you. I asked you that. I was like, well, how do you feel like you did on your goals? Because I was out in the garage working out, and I was looking at your goals on the board. Which I love that. I love that you wrote them out and they stayed up all year long, and they were just constantly in your They're face. Just there, yeah. yeah. Every time I walked by, there like was a there. Good reminder. And I was like, "How do you feel like you? You know, we're at the end of the year. How do you feel like you did?" And I do feel like I did good. I feel yeah. like I'm, I, I tried to. And obviously, there's times where you're not as good. I mean, to be great at that every single day is difficult. But I'd say overall. over an entire year, overall, uh, I was able to accomplish those. And then this year, um, your mom got us the. The well, you've had the Jesus Calling devotional, yeah, and she got us like this nice leather bound, and so I was reading that. And like day one, I uh, think it's the larger print. Maybe that's how you know you're getting old. My mom, it's leather bound too, though. It's it's, it's nice. It's like some good. It actually is. I posted a link for it on social media because I had a lot of people asking which one it was, and I really do like it because it my old Jesus Calling book. It was small, um, but it just had like the scripture, like you know, Luke one one or whatever but like this jesus calling book it actually has the scripture typed out like already for you did you notice that yeah uh-huh. okay well you might well, i don't that. have the other ones so yeah. no yeah. this is the only one i know so it is nice that the scripture actually oh, it's got the, there. like the, yeah, the yeah, actual verse uh-huh. with it instead of just telling you where to go look for it yeah i got you yeah so romans 12 2 like really spoke to me like literally january 1st is talking about transforming your mind so that you can test and discern god's will and we talked about like that's our for us this 2024 we love the three f's you know for the podcast is faith family football 
we're going to switch that up a little bit in 2024 for us. And we're going to, we talk about, we're going to focus on, we're still going to focus on faith and family. But one thing we want to do is, you know, grow our finances right. and deepen our finances and be more generous. We talked about, you know, being more generous, being able to give more, uh, being able to do more in 2024. And, uh, and that's what we, you know, we talk about being able to discern and, and test God's will. And it is, it's a transformation of the mind. It really is how you, how you think and how you process things. I was listening to another podcast and we talked about this yesterday about how can you discern God's will for, for your, life. your life? Like, how does that work? And, you know, they had an interesting take on it. Uh, the overall take was, you can always know what God's will is for your life in terms of serving, being obedient, being faithful, things of that. It's very difficult to determine like what is the, you know, like when we say God's will for our life, like when it gets down to like your job and where you live and things of that nature. But I think if you seek out scripture, uh, pray about it, learn to, you know, transform your thoughts, then it becomes a little bit easier to know whether or not, you know, you're kind of walking in. His will that's right. for your life. Uh, so that's kind of our, that's kind of our thing, you know, we just want to. And we were listening to that song. That song was so good. Which one? Whatever your, whatever your plan is. Whatever your plan yeah, is. Yeah, that's a good one. God, such yeah, a great song. Good. It was funny because when we talked about, you know, we want to grow in our, you know, to me, growing and deepening and strengthening faith, uh, family and all that stuff. Uh, and finances, we got to the family part, and I was just, you know, pouring into each other. Uh, you were, you took it quite literally, <laughs> grow the family. <laughs> you, you said that quite literal, like that I was did. like we're going to grow, we're going to, to grow, grow the, the family, family by one more human. Um, so that was one of like that's like wow, well, we definitely got to get the the faith and the finances in order <laughs> if we're going to be adding <laughs> another, another another human to, another another Robinson to the mix. Uh, it's just funny how like you know we're on the same page but in a little bit different you know th the thinking wise. So yeah, so excited about twenty twenty four. I mean, it's already kind of. I mean, if you've listened to the show, you, you've already kind of know like kind of what we've some steps we've taken to do different things. Right. Uh, we've stepped out in some major ways. Um, you know step back in some ways you know like i mean sometimes when you're in the new year and you're trying to figure out what you want to do it's not necessarily about adding things but maybe subtracting things mm -hmm. you know um you know we took away you know you're not working as much and i think that's been a huge blessing to our family mm -hmm. you've done your absolute best over the break over this christmas break to try to get out of not working at all uh, this I've, is what you say this was not intentional i think it is i've come home this past week and we're back in school this week, so it's a little bit different with being back in school. But I've I've came home this week, and we've had homemade um, chicken noodle soup with these sourdough homemade sourdough crackers and a fresh loaf of sourdough bread. Uh, then we had I'm sourdough. in my sourdough era. We had okay. we had bre I, we love breakfast for dinner, and you made these sourdough discard biscuits. Yes, that's Last good. night you made some homemade hamburger buns with your sourdough. You're doing everything you can to be like, this is why I need to be home all the time. And let me tell you, it's working. It is it's the working. truth. I did it's tell working. you, I was like, well, you know, I can't be, I can't make these good meals if I'm not home. That's right. It's working, you know, and then the, the mortgage hits and it's like, back to work. Uh, <laughs> get, get, go, go get in your car. Yeah, and y'all pray for your car. <laughs> We don't know what My the issue is with the Altima. Is not okay. So I had to take it. I, I, we put, I pushed it to its limits. You shouldn't have done yeah. what you did to it. Well, we were trying to think, you know, my truck. <laughs> we have your car, your Telluride. It's a really good car. My truck's a great truck. It's been incredible. But 
uh, a few years ago, for whatever reason, long trips just started to like it. Yeah, it, it got just, stressed. So I, I get scared of taking the long trip because we took it to Florida a couple of times and literally the power steering went out like two that times was in a row. Terrifying. So I, I was going to drive to Jefferson for a wrestling tournament. I had, you know, I could have taken the Telluride, but you would need a car. What if something happened? You yeah. need a, I, probably hindsight. I should have took your car. And, you uh -huh. know, if you had an emergency, like the truck uh -huh. or the car would have done you fine yeah. to get you wherever. So I said, I'm going to take your Altima. Right. My Good Altima up. is my work car, guys. That, that I mean, they don't, most people don't uh, know sure. this. Okay, you have an Altima. So I have an Altima that Old, I use for work. And it is. We bought it when we very first got married. That was really kind of our first big purchase it as was, a couple. It was brand new. It was Great fantastic. Car. I thought I was so cool in my new Altima at 20 years old. And it was a great car. It has been great. But and now, now it's in the I metric it system. Work. It is in the metric system. So the We don't even know what happened. <laughs> Literally, we took it to get it worked on. <laughs> like a computer thing went out and we took it and the spent car dash yeah, I was driving one day and all of a sudden like the car the dashboard went black. So like I didn't know how much gas I had left, which if you know, you know. Like I I <laughs> take it to the limit. I didn't know how much gas was in the car. I didn't know how fast I was driving because the whole dashboard was just black. Out. Nothing. And so after that, it was never the same. It's never been the same. So it's it's in it's not in miles. It's in kilometers. So now I have her trying to figure her converting <laughs> kilometers to miles to figure out. You know, you could look at the gas gauge and be like, you know what? Maybe when I get around a quarter of a tank, let me go get some gas. No, no, no. no. You're sitting there on Google converting kilometers of miles to figure out how far you can actually go. Yes. And so... Like, we were and, able to get Celsius back to Fahrenheit. <laughs> even That's the, the only thing we figured out. We took it somebody to look at it. Yes. Even when I go get my oil changed, they just die laughing. We use Terrell Brothers and Carrollton. They're so funny. And they're always like, your car. They're like, every time you bring it in, we try to take it back to miles. But it's stuck it just won't on work. kilometers. It won't work. Yeah, so... Anyway, Sam, back to the story. Sam drove my Altima to Jefferson. I drove to Jefferson. I was going to drive to Turner because I didn't want to stay overnight. I didn't want to leave y'all. Stay overnight. That was just me being being a good husband, good, good dad. I was going to stay home. not going to go. So I was like, well, I'm going to drive the car. One, it has better gas mileage. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, just two, I, I didn't want to take my truck because I didn't know. You know, who knows? It gets stressed. Well, on the way home, it kind of started acting funny. I was like, maybe it's just kind of, let's just tired. You know, we need to let it rest a couple of days. So, got home. I mean, I didn't have any issues, you know, major. Uh, got home, and then you took it out to work on, like, Tuesday or whatever it was day you had to go back to work. Mm -hmm. And it just, you made it to about, like, halfway down the road, and you're like, I can't, this is not. Like, I'm going to turn around. See, this is a mature decision. Old me would have just kept driving it. But now I'm like, <laughs> you know, I should probably just turn around before I get stranded somewhere and just get in my Telluride. Yeah. And uh, so we were going to... Uh, we need to get the oil changed anyway, so we was going to let them look at it. But then your dad was, you know, your dad, like, let me, you know, look at it, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know cars. I think it's something transmission. Um, I hope it's quick. We talk about getting our finances in order, and, of course, the first thing that's going to happen in of 2024 course. is your, your car is going to. So y'all pray for the car. Just pray that it's, you know, an easy fix. I do think, though, I, mean, I will say this. If it is a major fix, it's going to kind of be like, like you know, like, you have like a dog. You, like you love your dog. You take it to the vet, and like it's gonna be like eight thousand dollars to fix your dog. Like that dog ain't worth it. <laughs> this car ain't worth that. <laughs> if it's like a major expense, like sorry, like we gotta we'll figure something else out. Yeah, that's um, true. So anybody who may be selling a cheap 
you know, car out there. You know, keep <laughs> us in mind if we have to do this thing because I'm not sure if this. You need you do need a work car. I mean, I, I mean, the Telluride's our our main yeah. kind of go place car. I don't want to junk out my Telluride with my work stuff. Yes, um, so that's kind of where we're at with 2024 yeah and, and so another thing we're doing in 2024 is the one that we're, we're going to try to reach 1,000 hours outside so yeah so you got it so yeah how did how, first of all you brought this to me and I, I even asked you but how where did you stumble upon this how did you get into this is this part of your crunchy mom group <laughs> well it, that is a part of it but I think I learned about it I was listening to a podcast, I think, and I heard about it. Well, I've heard about it before. Um, my friend CJ, I think she did it. But um, if y'all hear Swayze Maeve, she's sitting in my lap. But um, so, Did you hear that too? <laughs> <laughs> anyways. The only so, things you can get on Talking Shop I is know. right here. Yes. So anyways, 1,000 Hours Outside. So I started like listening to the author. It's a book. And the research that was that they were telling was just wow it it shook me so kids need like three hours minimum outside a day now of course there's like in the winter you know it's cold right so you shoot for like one hour outside a day the the, the, the key you want to average three hours a day to get to your 1000 hours so obviously like if you're you're not going to get that three hours every single day you know especially right. but you in may the, hit eight hours in a day one well day, yeah in the know. summertime and stuff right. and that's how, that's you know that's that's where like you know i don't really worry about it this time of year because i know when spring and summer and fall hits like we are we're outside a good bit now i don't know if we hit a thousand hours i guess it'll be cool to track well, it. well that's what i thought you know it would be cool just to see just interesting to exactly see. where we were um because i was trying to find like the stat that was just the craziest to me but Anyways, it was talking about kids. Okay, here it is. The average American boy or girl spends just four to seven minutes in unstructured outdoor play each day. Okay, so that's not four to seven minutes in outdoor play each day. That's all they're spending. And more than seven hours each day in front of a screen. Mm. And that's that's terrifying to me. Um, we're not like totally screen free parents. Um, no, there's a there's, we, a there's a time and a place we for it that use we've found. the TV, you know, okay, you know, throughout the day as needed for Jude. Sure. Um, sure. And, but he doesn't. You know, I know some kids just get crazy in front of the TV, but we're not like totally screen free. But we also are very mindful about it. But when I saw that, I was like, wow, that's really crazy. And anyways, in the thousand hour outside they go on to talk about just the all the things that kids learn while being outside just how they can jump you know from off a branch or you know just yeah, well they just learned to like work through the, things and, yeah, and they problem even solve said, and they were even talking about how kids holding pencils like they couldn't write properly because they were not like picking up things out in nature yeah. they were just sitting you know in front of their ipad or whatever yeah I mean, it's look. I, I love a good tracking thing because I like. I mean, we. I like getting outdoors too, spending time outside. So I, I'm excited to see that. Uh, yeah, I how, think it'll be fun to keep up with just to see how how much we are. And it's it's like what they were saying. You know, okay, even if you fail, even if you don't reach a thousand hours outside, like wow, if think of all the time, time that you yeah. you got outside that you probably mm. would not have. Yeah. And I'm excited too because um, January is like a really tough month for me. 
I think the cold weather and the dark days just really catch up to me. Like, the fun of the holidays is over. Yeah. And I'm a springtime. Like, I'm a warm weather girl. I only tolerate the cold till Christmas, and then I'm over it. But, so January can be really, really hard on my mentals. So, I think, though, this will also help me because if Jude's outside, that means I have to be outside to monitor him. Yeah. So I'm going to get more outside time, and yeah. I think that'll be beneficial to me as well. Yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, you know, just continuing on 2024, you know, I think that's one way that we can look to spend more time as a family as well. You know, the yeah. thousand hours getting outside together, doing things together, yeah. tracking. We got to uh, sit in church today and listen to one of our, I mean, good friends, uh, Mickey Harper. He, he preached today. And to start off 2024, uh, our church is doing a series on family. And Mickey got to do the first one. And to, it was so Oh, my good. gosh. To jumpstart the year, to jumpstart kind of, and, and especially kind of the vision and the focus that we have, to listen to him today was incredible. If you haven't listened to the Harper episode, go back to season one, listen to the Harpers. They're amazing. Um, I look up to their parenting advice, their marriage just individual man and just woman just who they I are mean, who they as are. people yeah yeah and you know well I, we definitely got to get them on which we will get them on again we've talked about that i mean they're just such the stories they have and and the way they go about life but mickey preached today on just family and uh the the, the church family and then kind of like your individual family and uh, how winning at home uh is the most important thing you know right. and how your marriage is kind of your your first ministry and uh i want to read for a second because like i said it was a uh, he, he called it a controversial topic and for some reason it is i think in the world today is a very controversial verse it shouldn't be um i don't know why we decide to make scripture controversial um yeah i like mean it jesus, is what it is jesus said it's the it, truth like, yeah if you don't like the truth maybe it's controversial i don't know you know um but if you're a believer like us, when you read this verse and you listen to this, I'm sure it may, you know, it, it may not sound fun or it may not sound like your favorite, but like ultimately this is the the structure of the household. So he read this verse and we talked about it. And uh, it, it, it's Ephesians 5 and verse 22. I'm sure you've, you know, you've had to, you know, been preached. If you've been in church at all, that I've heard many sermons on this. But it starts out, it goes all the way through like verse 33, but, you know, I'll just kind of, Start out here in verse 22. It says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. And I think whatever the word submit is, we live in a culture and society where feminism, women like like the word submission ultimately is is uh, is the same thing. It's synonymous with inferior. And I think that's a, I think that's a lie that the world throws out there. I think if you're a, a woman, uh, especially a woman who's, who's in a, a marriage and you know, you hear that word. If you think that means inferior, then I don't. I don't you know, may, maybe you need to reevaluate, uh, pray on that, seek out because it's not. But here, here's the reason I think it's controversial. It's men's fault, and I don't say this as a as a feminist. It's men's fault because this is what Mickey brought up, and I thought this was huge. So in this in this verse, if you keep reading, it says, you know, it talks about uh, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. And as Christians, I think we can all say. Hey, should you submit to the Lord? Unequivocally, yes. yes. Everybody would say yes, right? Like, but why is that? Because He's Lord God. But then it says, "Wives, submit to your husband." Well, we know why we submit to Jesus because of who He is and what He's done for us. If a wife's not willing to submit to their husband, that probably means the husband's not willing to do or has not done something being worthy of being submitted to. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's kind of where Mick was going. He didn't put it in those terms, but that's kind of how I took it. And we've talked about that before. Men are supposed to lead the household, but a smart woman, a rational woman, is not going to follow someone not worthy of leading. They're not going to submit to somebody who's not worthy of being submitted to. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's why you got to keep reading that verse. And when you start to get down to verse 25, it starts talking about like what husbands should do. And so I think a challenge to you know us men, us husbands in 2024, is be one, submit to the Lord. That's what you have to do first. Like I mean, we we have we we are the leader of the household, so we have to submit to the ultimate you know kingship, ultimate leadership, which is which is Jesus, and then be somebody worthy of being submitted to in your household. We talk about that too in in the very beginning of um, we started the podcast when we were kind of sharing like our story or whatever, and I talked about how you know for us so for in the beginning, like I felt like I was the boss of our house because. Like, you weren't, you know. Yeah, that's right. And so, well, that, I wasn't. I wasn't a worthy leader. Right. I wasn't worthy of being submitted to. And I, that causes a lot of frustrations because I do feel. I mean, like I'm the man. You need to listen to me. But at the same time, it's like, well, look at what you're doing. Like, right. I'm not going to follow you. I'm not going to follow you to death. And that's what I mean. Right. If you're not a spiritual leader, if you're not, if you're not, you know, pouring life into somebody, then it's death. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's the way the. It's kind of binary sometimes, you know. There's there's life in God and there's death apart from Him, you know. And so I think that's going to be a major challenge, uh, a major thing. And uh, I I encourage all men and and women who are listening, you know, turn this turn this up for your husbands. Let them hear another man say this to them. Like that should be the challenge 2024. Be a man worthy of being submitted to. Right. And uh, I had somebody message me. She was like. Uh, I turned my volume up really loud on my phone on y'all's episode. I can't remember which episode it was. Yeah. She was like, and I just walked by my husband like three times hoping he would hear it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it, it's one of those things that we will go out like, man, I, I'm speaking from my own, my own, you know, experience as well. We love to like listen to other people talk about things and like look for guidance and look for things. Mm-hmm. I, I listen to these different podcasts and I get a bunch of stuff from them. There's some good stuff and there's some worldly stuff that I should probably ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to leading your household, when it comes to being a husband, you should seek the Bible first. Mm-hmm. And you got to be willing to submit to. I think that's a hard thing for like, you know, men want to be submitted to, we want to be leaders. But once again, where are we getting our guide? Who are we getting our guidance from? Like, how am I leading this house? How am I. You know, being someone uh, as the head of the household, how, how am I doing this in terms of God's will, not my own will? And so, yeah, I mean, I think that's a huge thing, and it, you don't get that a lot. And that's, I think that's why Mick is so inspiring to me, because I, I every time, I, I don't know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's, he, he's a human, obviously. But I know when I talk to him and, and I see him, he seems to be always trying to, you know, find the will of the Lord or whatever he's doing. Yeah. And he said that too. He was like, you know, men need to help men, and like, absolutely need, need to help other men. Yeah, being uh, we, there's a there's a war against men in this country. You I know, agree with you, that. You see it all. The, I mean, we see it all the time um, on TV. You see it in movies, commercials, um, on social media. You know, everything's against toxic masculinity mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And it's a it's a it's an awful thing because we need men. Yes, we do. Our children need men. Uh, I teach in a school system where it, we're very lucky to have some very good men in the community, but you still see the ones who don't. And it's mm-hmm. like, you, we, we, we need fathers 
We need mothers. We need we need great husbands. We need great wives. We need all of these things because we are we're raising up the next generation. And if they don't have something to look towards, then where are they going to get their guidance? Where are they going to get their examples from? Yeah. So, anyways, just a little. I don't know that that sermon today was incredible. Hopefully, they'll have it posted by the time this comes out, and we can maybe share the link, and you can go watch that as well. Uh, Just an incredible, incredible message from awesome man. so, moving to, you know, talking about getting uh, worldly advice and stuff like that. I'm about to completely go against what I just said about this. I I get these things on Instagram a good bit. You know, like the, the people you don't follow, that they suggested followers or the things of that nature, or things that people share, yeah. you know, that's it. And I like to read it and just kind of like, oh, this is, this is kind of funny. I wonder what we think about this. So, I actually saw this. I can't remember who shared it, but I saved it. And I was like, this would be something good to talk on the podcast one day. So I, I saved it on the old Instagram. And this was from a couples therapist. And it was uh, seven things. Let me read this title. Let me get this title right. Seven patterns in couples who made it. Like air quotes made or quotes made it. Okay. Now, I'm not going to start with number one because number one, you'll know when I get down to it. I'm actually going from the back of the list. I'm going to scroll all the way here. So this is one This is one of the seven. All right, okay. so we'll, I don't know if they're in order, but we'll just say number seven. They make light of each other's quirks. That's good. I do like that. I do think we try to do that. I do think that we try not to take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. Um, we do know which buttons not to push. Yeah. But we do. There are some like things that we can laugh about with each other. Like, just, it's who I am, you know. Uh, we've talked about it before, like my, my parking anxiety when we leave to go somewhere, you know. Right. Like, my time, time management skills. Yeah, like we can, we've learned to like take that and kind of make a joke about it. It used to be something that we would stress over and get upset about, but now, you know, I, I do. I think that's just who we are. And I don't know that we've made it. I mean, we're pretty young in our marriage, yeah. but I feel like we're making it. Yeah. And I feel like we're on the way. We've improved. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't lose it. <laughs> we're going uh, up. Oh, here's one. Okay. Speaking of that, oh, speaking dear. of that, they fought. <laughs> it's number six. They fought. Uh, we've had our fight. We didn't. <laughs> okay, let me tip it this way. It's hard to have a fight with someone who won't talk back. <laughs> That's me. That's you, if anybody's wondering. <laughs> That's true. Uh, we learned that through re-engage, the type of fighters that we are and communicators that we yeah. are. And uh, you are definitely someone who avoids anything, you know, like that. Uh, we we've had our you know our fair share of disagreements oh, yeah. and things that we've worked through. 100%. I don't know that we've ever just straight up had like a knockdown drag out just because that's not your personality. Yeah. Um, yeah I started we, yelling at you. That would be I don't. Know, I'm not really be. quite sure. I, I'm gonna be honest. If you started yelling, I think initially I might laugh, <laughs> thinking it was a joke because I'm like, what, where is this I coming from? Yelled, like, who yeah. is this? Yeah. See, this was false. Says they got on each other's nerves. They fought and they were frustrated with each other at times, but they knew how to navigate conflict, bounce back, and move forward. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'd agree with that. I mean, we've definitely, we've definitely, definitely gone through that. Yeah. Uh, this next one, number five, they had difficult conversations. Ooh. Now we've definitely been down that road. We we talked about that with the cars. We've talked about that on multiple episodes of Reengage about how there was, there's the night of, I don't know what you call the night. It's a night of essentially confession. Wow. It's a night of just openness and uh, putting things out there. Soul. That's right. That's right. So we've had some difficult conversations before that. That's probably the most difficult conversation we've ever had right. and I think that we've gone through. It's made other conversations easier. Yeah. But I think once you, can, once you fight through that, uh, the hardest part is just like, 
like I know you love me and you know that I love you and I know that we're married and we both agree and believe that like us together and us serving the Lord is what we're supposed to do but there's that worldly part of you that sometimes thinks like if I tell her this like she may leave Mm -hmm. me or she may and so there's like that fear so sometimes you just never have those conversations but the power of having that and then realizing the forgiveness and realizing the grace that can be extended to one another yeah i mean it would be easy does nothing but strengthen it it would have been easy to keep going through life we could have we could have probably withheld those things and been fine the rest of our life but we wouldn't have been able to extend that grace to one another and extend that forgiveness and show mercy and compassion in those moments of vulnerability yeah um and it just you know it, it tore down any division that might have been in our marriage and like there's literally no secrets right and like just an open heart like completely like no walls up just Mm. openness oneness like yeah oneness i think is the word yeah it's like tearing away that veil and like seeing what's behind there and realizing well you know what we made it through that what's behind here is is closeness what's behind here is just that oneness that we you know we try to seek Next, they let each other be themselves. I definitely think we do that. Mm-hmm. I would. I, I think that our example of that. Well, let me read this. Real. It says there was a base level of respect and adma- admiration for each other, rather than a desire to change each other. This freedom brought out the best parts of each of them. I. I would say you've probably prayed for a lot of change on my part mm-hmm. i don't know that you've ultimately tried to change me but you've definitely prayed for some sort of you know intervention uh but i do think that we allow each other you know i i know you're, you you don't 100 percent understand football and not 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 the rules of the game stuff but like the coaching aspect of yeah. it but you've always let me be a coach and yeah. you've always said if this is what you want to do i want you to do it right. i don't understand the whole social media thing sometimes but I love how it's, you've been able to impact and reach people. Right. Like, we let each other be, you know, like, you, like, I walk in the room sometimes and I see you in your mirror with your camera doing your, your little things, and it does, it cracks me up. <laughs> and I love it because, like, those small little things, the interactions that you're getting with people that has led to other things. Yeah. Your small things on social media have led to people going to, like, church with us. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And, and meeting couples. Uh, who've been able to pour into our life. Right. Or if somebody can say, like, hey, like, can you pray for me about blah, blah, blah? Absolutely. But they wouldn't have, if I hadn't probably put myself out there. Right. Comment, you know, like, had discussions with them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it is. I mean, I think you have to do those things. I think that, you know, you, you let each other. There's like an individual aspect to the marriage that somehow grows you closer. Mm hmm. I, if we were too much of the same, I don't think that we would love each other than, if we if we didn't have those kind of individual things. Yeah. yeah, that would be boring. I'm not really sure how to take you if you were like a super into football kind of person. <laughs> if I was telling you what to do. Yeah, you know, like if we're like you know, yeah, if you're like dissecting things. <laughs> that would annoy you. I can go ahead and tell you right now. Probably so. That would very much annoy you. Yeah. I already have to listen to other people tell me how to yeah. do my job a lot. Yeah, You know, exactly. and how they disagree with how I do things. <laughs> if I came home and you talked about a play call, I'd be like, what? Get. Yeah. I, I don't know that. I'm, <laughs> I'm team you, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, sweet girl. Thank you. All right. I'm not even, I've, I've lost count of the numbers, but here we go. They've been through some really dark times. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, I don't know that we can really speak for, like, dark times. Like, 
We've had maybe some. We've yeah. had some like some I shadowy days. I wouldn't say dark. And like that was some gray. Yeah. That was yeah. Really dark. Yeah. Um. Like anytime, like we've dealt with death in our families, or I mean, there there have been maybe I've had darker days than you, honey. Well, I mean, probably so because I, I mean, I, I will say that about I'm, in the beginning. I, I'm a pretty much a, but also to the same time, I mean, called a, a, a oblivious, call it naive, whatever you want to call it. Also, too, like I just kind of, I move on, yeah, or do. try to. Right. I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if that's like me deflecting, if that's me like not wanting to deal with stuff. But I just like I try to move on. Right. Like I try not to dwell on it. Um, you know, we were very fortunate after your miscarriage. You got pregnant pretty quick after we. I could see where had we had it had it been an extended period of time, but like my mindset, which I mean, I was excited because I was like, let's just go back to work, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Keep trying, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, so we, yeah, we we've yeah, maybe not as maybe not as you know more shadows on my gray area on my part in yeah. terms of that, but yeah, uh, I definitely see the the the. When you do when you do experience something together, when you're at a crossroads, when you're going through something, um, I guess when I first read this, I thought about you know maybe like marriage-wise mm. dark times. I don't think we've ever you know gone through. I don't, I don't know. Once again, maybe we probably I've been you through have some dark days. No, okay. Well, I've been the sunshine. <laughs> I saw you, I, you I, are in the sunshine. That I is try the to, truth. I, I stay in the light. You really do. I stay in the light. That's why I love I love you for that. All right, uh, here's a good one. Uh, they had boundaries with family. Yeah, we do. Yeah, have to. You have to. Have to. That's so important. We, I mean, that's why I love our church so much is because we talk about some real things. And uh, Matthew had a sermon on boundaries and talking about right boundaries. Right before the holidays, he had but, a good sermon about boundaries. It was. And, you know, we talk about this, you know, with, with families, and we're, we're extremely family-oriented, but at the same time, like, our family those, those in this house are, is number one family. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Nothing's going to take away from our marriage. Nobody's going to tell us what to do with our kids because um, they're ours, and we're raising them, and we're doing the things in our marriage that we think is, one, in line with the Lord. Right. That's what, I guess that's the other reason why I don't care. Uh, people talk about I don't really care because like I feel like everything that we're doing is what's in line with our purpose and, and, and raising our kids to be you know, in, in a godly household. So I really don't care about other people's opinions. Right. Um, Unless they can point out to something, you know, in Scripture that says, "Well, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this way," then if if you can't do that in terms of our raising, then I, you know, our marriage, then you know, yeah. I guess you, you can kind of keep that to yourself. Our marriage above other, you know, from the world and from family. And those have been some difficult. Those have been some difficult conversations, yeah. uh, some difficult times. But you know what? It, it is. A, it is a interesting thing. Like once you set up a boundary once, the second time, the next bound, the things that you boundaries you decide to have in your marriage uh, the, the key is just to, is there is really just to, to get that first boundary down mm-hmm. uh, and then you realize if you know it if they love you they're going to respect that boundary mm-hmm. and they're going to be okay with it and if they're not okay with it then you know sometimes those people uh get cut off or or, or get you know uh, until they can respect it you know yeah um you got to be willing to do that, though. I think it, it, that that is that is a, well, a you, super healthy so thing. I know so many people's marriage is in the toilet because of family members. Mm-hmm. That you know, it puts a division in marriages. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of family members put division in marriages, and we're you know we're not going to let that happen in no, this marriage. No. And then finally, uh, 
this is a good one to end on. They were friends. Aww. <laughs> it says, they genuinely enjoyed spending time with each other. They were excited to come home and catch up after a long day. Friendship was the basis of their relationship. That's so true. Like, if something good happens in my day, or even if something bad happens, like, I want to call you first and tell you about yeah. it. Because you're my best friend. Yeah, we talk so much throughout the day that sometimes when we get home, I'm like, really ain't got a whole lot to... <laughs> I've already told you everything, yeah. you know. But I, I, I like that aspect. I mean, it'd be sometimes we get home and we still have a lot to talk about. But sometimes, like we've literally taught each other so much throughout the day. Yeah. That we, we, we keep we keep touch during the day. When I was training a nurse one time, and you called like you know I don't know in the morning and then like on your planning period and then after school before football practice, and then like at your lunch break or whatever, you know. So what? She was like, wow, y'all talk a lot during the day. <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, it's just yeah. all I've known. And that's, that's, I think we've pretty much done that. Always, yeah. I don't know if that's like kind of the, like the, the generation type thing that we've kind of grown up in where we have cell phones, we have that access, right. whereas like people didn't have that before, so it wasn't a big thing. Yeah. Um, whereas we've kind of grown up in that, but I feel like from day one, uh, we keeping in touch during the day. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's rare uh, that we ever go uh, a work day uh, without yeah. talking to each other. I mean, at, at bare minimum, texting a few yeah. times, but even uh, talking. You know, I try to call lunch and plan him. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is, and. Uh, but that's important because, like, we're staying together. Well, there's a lot of time day, at work, know, like, and there's things that you know, like like you said, there's stuff that happens, stuff that goes on, and yeah. you know. Or decisions to be made. Right. I mean, there's things that, you know, that pop up throughout the day. It's like, hey, what do you think about this? You and know? quite honestly, like, the workplace is a place. I mean, if you're working with other men or other women, that's, yes. that can yeah, be. that's true. We've, we've talked about that. Seen I mean, that, that is a – we both work, which you not so much anymore because you're home health. When I was in the hospital, though. Yeah. But teachers – Teachers, nurses, yeah. people. That, I mean, which I those mean, those are like some major the workplace affair is areas. A, yeah, the workplace is a can be a dangerous yeah. uh, a place if you allow it to be. Oh, yeah. Obviously, it can also be a ground for you to show God's love and and use your. I mean, uh, one thing of I've course. learned, which the teachers I work with are incredible people, right? But incredible people make mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, there's incredible people who've done some really dumb things, um, but. I, one thing that I've always tried to do, or I've learned to try to do, is in these sort of conversations, is to bring you up. Right. You know, um, but I can always, br- I, I know to bring you up because I'm talking to you all the time. Because <laughs> most of the time when I bring you up, is like me and Kirsten were literally just talking about <laughs> like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and it is because it is, it's a, it's a, it can be an op because you are you're working uh-huh. with the opposite sex. You're a, a bunch. I mean, think about your, I mean, eight uh, hours, sometimes longer a day you're at work a for long five time. days a week. Yeah. That's a that's a good bit of time you're mm. spending with people. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, if you think about like our week, think about coaching. I'll think, you know, think about this for a second. Uh, on, I say, like a tomorrow, for example, going to go to work. I'm going to leave here around seven, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to get home around six, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to be with you for four hours till we go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's that's it during the day. That's f- four hours of just me and you. Yeah. If I'm not talking to you and I'm spending that much time with other people, and those four hours are. With the kids, cooking, su- cooking showers, two kids, jammies, yeah, taking care of so them. So it's not like sure we're them. really just connecting on those four four. Oh hours yeah, no. during those four, four hours. So if you think about that during a uh, a work week for us, yeah, 
that's 20 hours Monday through Friday of where we're getting time with just us. Yeah. That's not and much. that's when that's and that's really that's on like the that's like a that's, that's not a, guaranteed either. That's a good day. That's, that's a not good, that's, that's right. not football season day. Yeah, that's right. I mean, because then like of course you know stop at the grocery store. Got it. So it's not always like that, you know. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. When you think about it like that, think depressing. about the time. It really is. It is. But we make the most of it. We, we do, do our best. <laughs> that's why we're into that's, real estate, baby. That's why. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, that's yeah. You know. I do think that's eventually going to be a, an outlet to be able to spend a lot more time um, with one another. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, because we were talking about that day. We were talking about, you know, wanting to go on a trip, wanting to do this, that, and the other. You know, and man, I, I do. I, I love going places with you, but Lordy is expensive to go places. Right. Even like little places. Mm-hmm. You know, thank the, thank the Lord, Jimmy Norton and Norman Norton. <laughs> However many years, back in 98, decided to buy a trailer <laughs> in a mobile home park in Panama City Beach all those years ago. If we didn't have that place, yeah. we couldn't do, we would, I take that back, we'd find a way. But man, it would be tough because it's crazy. We were just looking up, well, we we're going to go glamping. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to do it. We're going to go. We were looking up glamp sites. And, uh, and we're talking three fifty dollars a, a night. night. Mm-hmm. That's stay in a Fancy outdoor tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're not even, they ain't got walls. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, yeah. We're doing, that's another, you know, the reason we started the podcast too. We um, went and met with an accountant. Uh, not because we have a ton of money, we're trying to figure out a way to get more money. <laughs> People would normally say they have an accountant. I always think, oh man, they must have a lot of money. No, I, I realized real quickly, like, we get an accountant to try to find a way yes. to have more money, right. not because we have a ton of money. Um, it was funny. I was talking to her, and I was like, telling her, I was like, you know, I'll have my stuff to you as soon as possible. You know, I'll get all this. You know, I try to get in order really quickly. She's like, yeah, well, I'm ready to work. I said, well, let me tell you, something. you're never going to worry about us. You know, we're not those people. There's people who, like, don't file their taxes, and they, like, hold off on us because they got a lot of money. They're not worried about it. We're kind of relying on that stuff to come in like we're really hoping that that, that we, like, i'm gonna get an email from you letting me know like hey you get this much on your return <laughs> um and somebody was talking the other day uh at the we was at lunch table we were talking about that like oh you know well, if you're getting money back that means you're putting too much money in and you're losing money you know everybody you know people want to work I, I don't understand how it all works some people have got a way of figuring out where they don't owe any they don't owe anything they or they don't get anything don't back, back yeah. and they work they, they keep more money throughout the year I'm sure there's a way to do that. Uh, I have not put my mind to figuring that out. Um, to me, there's something mentally about knowing sometime around February <laughs> I'm getting something. <laughs> we just don't want to owe any money. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, I mean, you know, I may learn some things yeah. through this. But anyways, my point, we are talking we're talking about the podcast, how we set this podcast up. You know, we put an LLC. What can we do with all that? And she was asking why we started this podcast. And I was, to be honest, we uh, the intent of why we started it is not even remotely close to what it is now. Yeah. But it has turned into some legit quality conversation and intentional time together. Yeah. Like we have to map this time out. Mm-hmm. And we Wait get to sit here and talk and things. So anyway, so... We, you know, I think tie that back into our time and looking at stuff during the week. Like we try to make the most of the time we do. that we do have together. And uh, there goes the firebox. If you heard that, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. You okay, know, that's enough. That's, that's the that's the signal to be done. <laughs> Been rambling enough. Well, all right. Well, listen. 
Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. As always, you know, share with your friends. Uh, turn it up on loud so your spouse or somebody else can hear it. If you do listen to us, we would love for you to tag us on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, just let us know you're listening. You know, if you agree with something, hey, you know what? Even if you disagree, I would love. I mean, it would be kind of cool to get some feedback and be able to like kind of go through the feedback. Yeah. You know, if you have questions, if you got questions about something. Why do we think the way we think, or why do we do what we do? Is there anything, like, you know, send send those to Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> send them to her. That'd be a whole cool little episode to kind of go through. So, anyways, uh, we love you guys. Thank you. Have a great week.